0: The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. How soon do the Bills need to find their identity this season? Mike Danger. I don't know that we'll get a lot of mcdermott McLies, but how do they plan on deploying these two new assets? Gene Bataglia. I'm trying to imagine what would the things be necessary uh, in order to pull this off on Sunday night.
2: It's
3: not the tallest task in the world. Intercepted downfield by Douglas. Bengals! Nice! Touchdown, Leonard Fournette! The Raiders firing head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler, Antonio Pierce, interim head coach.
4: And Aiden O'Connell expected to be their new starting QB.
3: A home run for Marcus Simeon. It's a three-run shot, and the Rangers are in double figures.
4: Ten in a row on the road. It is absurd. They can claim their first title in Game 5 tonight.
5: Me and my Buffalo Sabres, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And that would be the
3: Philadelphia Flyers. Amherst Crunch starting at 7 tonight. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State your top four in the initial college football playoff rankings 95 7 FM and AM 950 the fan Rochester
0: I love the college football playoff committee just dishing out the take that Washington hasn't played any college football this season well I I think the take is
2: you know Ohio State is the best team in the nation really like what, what? What made me okay? Fine. I guess it really doesn't matter who's one, who's two, who's three, who's four at this point. But we have to do something here that's different.
0: We are talking about it, so mission accomplished. That's
2: all it is.
0: Yes. that's all it is. <laughs> all right, well, good look. Alabama, LSU. Yeah, we, yeah, we got some, some good, winners yeah. from PJ earlier today. I like that PJ joins us on Wednesday and sets us up for uh, for the weekend. If you're like me, you tail PJ. You, you listen to what he has to say. Although I will go against him on tonight's. Game five. I think it's a mercy killing tonight. I think it's over. We already know this is going to be the lowest rated TV world TV ratings. It, it,
2: it, it has to. I mean, look, I love baseball. You are coming around to the sport. You're actually more into this World Series than I am. But, no, it's Halloween night, and it's 7.30, 8 o'clock. Okay, then I'm doing some dishes. Oh, let me tur- – Wait, it's already 10 nothing. Yeah.
0: I'm not bothering with that. Over before it began. Yeah. Over before it began. Tonight, uh, Nathan Uvalde going on the mound for uh, for the Rangers and Zach Gallon. And Gallon hasn't been great this postseason. Now, it's still a home game, but when you're playing a team that's won 10 in a row on the road, I kind of like the Rangers tonight. But
2: can you imagine if you get it to game, then you could bring back like Brandon Fiat in uh, game <laughs> <from> six? <laughs>
0: brandon fat brandon fat who's he oh yeah brandon fat is that the guy oh yeah Well, i'm gonna go up to buffalo and i'm gonna go get
3: some hot wings and blue cheese and then after that i'm gonna take my kids to the bills game
2: that is us that's us that is rochester That is that is us that well, is 10 seconds of rochester yeah yeah i can't wait for the masters to come around we can talk about john
0: ram again <laughs> Welcome to Happy Hour in the sports bar. Thank you so much for making us part of your everyday routine. We appreciate you listening and joining us for Fabulous sports talk in the Flower City every afternoon from 3 until 6, however you're listening. 95.7 FM, AM 950. You should know that we sound our best in the free-to-download Odyssey app. We encourage you to download it. We encourage you to check out Rewind, let you go back and listen to any part of the show you may have missed for the next 72 hours. Follow us and subscribe on YouTube and Twitch, where our show is streaming live every single weekday. Uh, We appreciate that as well and and know that you can get us on your smart device when you ask it to play 95-7 The Fan. The Bills getting set to travel to Cincinnati. It's a Sunday night game in prime time against the Cincinnati Bengals. The scene of the DeMar Hamlin incident from uh, January 2nd, we all remember it well. And we've been talking about what this game means, not just for the bills, but also mentally. What does it mean for the Buffalo bills?
2: Yeah, I I'm, I'm making the suggestion where in hockey, whenever you uh, go into a town, whether that's in college or the AHL, the NHL, you're having a morning skate and you get acclimated to the arena and whatever. And Normally, the M.O. In, in football, you fly in like the afternoon, the night before. You're not going to the stadium the day before. But I'm just wondering, would that help out here? Because DeMar Hamlin, yes. But for everybody else on that Bills roster that was there last January, that was a traumatic night. That was when you had friends and family, and everybody asking, what's going on, what's going on? And you're concerned about your friend, your teammate – and just the simple fact of walking into the locker room or walking down the tunnel or things you may have forgotten about it's going to bring you back, how mentally tough are the Buffalo Bills going to be this week?
0: Well, it doesn't sound like your ideas and the plans of head coach Sean McDermott as he discussed the return to
4: Cincinnati after the Damar Hamlin incident on January 2nd. Listen, we acknowledge um, as a team, right, what what unfolded, unfolded there. And um, I think we're all as unfortunate as it was, we're so thankful that DeMar is in a good spot. Um, I think we all learned a lot of valuable lessons from that on the individual level to be grateful for every day. And then um, on a team level and then on a league level, as as well as just overall sports um, and how you handle things. And um, I think that's, I think there's a lot of valuable lessons that were taken out of that situation. And, and um, we're extremely grateful that DeMar is in a good spot. Um, That said, we acknowledge it, but we've got a a football game to plan a job to do. So um, that's what we're focused on right now. So part of that job is getting back on the practice field, which the team did today.
2: Yeah, I think McDermott is actually hitting the right note where I'm saying, hey, go down. Like, no, we got to go in there and we have to be focused and we know how to do this because there is going to be you're going to have news outlets. You're going to have coverage that you're not used to on this like your world news tonight everything along that level like it's a news story that this game is going to be happening and this man thanks to great advances in science and first response and you know tonight we're a danger we can kind of look back actually can kind of celebrate that the guy is alive absolutely
0: well hope it's a celebration of points for the buffalo bills uh they're going to be going up against a team that we learned a little bit more about with uh the cincinnati Bengals. anthony Casenza joined us last hour from the Cincy Jungle on SB Nation. He's a, a gentleman. He was polite. He wanted to just flat out say Cincinnati's winning this game, but he kind of like, you know, was dipping his toe in the way, You know, it should. I would like to say that Cincinnati's going to win this game. This,
2: I, I, it, when, when McDermott and this offense and, you know, kind of driving us nuts right about complimentary football. This is the game. Hearing Anthony talk about how the Bengals give up yardage and you're going to be able to move the football down if the Bills can just hold on to the football and move the football and get points on every drive, like I, or just at least flip field position and do things like that. I think you're going to be able with the bills to get first downs in this game danger. If Kincaid can play the same way he did against the Buccaneers, if you have a digs night and if you can get contributions like you did from Shakir and from Gabe Davis, I think that the bills can actually move the ball. My point is this, it comes down to 17. It always has come down to 17 going back to camp. Like what's going to take for the bills corner two, middle linebacker, offensive guard. no, Can Josh Allen be an MVP? If the answer is yes, then this is a stage that an MVP should perform on. Is it not? It is. And if Josh Allen plays to his capability, then the Bills will win this game. My concern is danger, though, that the shoulder, how... Is this going to be nagging? Is there something more going on? Is it pain management? What's going on? A couple
0: things. I mean, when we talked to Anthony, we wanted to know, like, hey, is the Bengals turnaround after an 0-2 start? Is that all on Joe Burrow being healthy? I mean, let's face it, they didn't look great their first two weeks. A couple of losses against good teams that we found out in, in the Browns and in the Ravens. They get the win, albeit it wasn't a spectacular win, and nobody really looked good in that win against the Rams on Monday night, we remember that game. We remember Burrow being extremely limited, not really being able to move around. Since then, uh, they've they've lost one game, uh, and that was at Tennessee, where it was really one-sided, uh, 27-3. But they had their bye week after a win against Seattle in week six, their bye week, week seven. And boy, coming out of that bye, going to San Francisco, winning the way they won, now you have people once again saying, oh, Cincinnati's back, Cincinnati's back, and they've got this momentum. So if Burroughs' lack of health at the beginning of the season was the excuse for them uh, starting 0-2, will Josh Allen's shoulder be used as the excuse if the Bills can't get over on Sunday night? Josh Allen talking about his injured shoulder earlier.
2: Obviously, unfortunate It's when it's your throwing shoulder. And um, as a as a thrower, you don't like feeling any sort of... I wouldn't even call it pain, just discomfort um, in there. And uh, so we're just trying to stay on top of it and get ahead of it while we can. And um, obviously, I hate not practicing. I hate not being um, involved in what we're doing. Um, but at the same time, I know that's probably what's best. And again, just putting myself in the best situation to make sure that I'm ready to go uh, tomorrow and, and for Sunday. Mind you, the Bills had what? three extra days off here coming off the Thursday night game. And uh, it, I, this is going to be, I don't want chronic might be uh, too strong a word here, but this is going to be an issue. I think for, for the rest of the season here for Josh, Allen. This is not going to go anyway, away anytime soon.
0: Um, I, I was uh, wondering on the injury report today, list Josh Allen is limited or was Josh Allen listed as a DNP? Cause he says, I hate missing practice. And I know we weren't able to see him in the portion that was available and open to the media, but the injury report today, not no. without some right. laugh out loud
2: laughter yeah. as well. So so Josh Allen, where he was at practice, technically he didn't take a rep. So uh he's a DMP. Kyrie Elam, we'll get more on about him because Brandon Bean actually talked about him, a DMP. Hamlin, sick today. Under the weather, DNP. He may not dress, wouldn't expect him to, actually. bail inspector again. Uh, Quentin Morris limited, which that's good. Uh, coming back from the ankle injury and Rasul Douglas, Rasul Douglas didn't practice today. Why
0: just got here on the injury report. It literally says just, just got, got here. here. Is Quentin Morris being uh limited actually a good thing? Cause the bills offense looked pretty good in 11 personnel. If you have Morris healthy and you invite more 12 personnel uh, back into the...
2: That's, that's a very good point, Danger. I suppose you need two <laughs> tight ends here and maybe Quentin Morris just doesn't see the field. I'd be totally fine with that. Uh, Russell Douglas, the story is the trade is made yesterday. And funny thing is, uh, if there's a smaller market in the league than Buffalo, that would be Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So not exactly easy to get from Green Bay to Buffalo What's going on here, Brandon Bean? We can't get the private jet to go get him and get him in time for practice?
0: Logistics talk, getting Mm. him from Green Bay to Milwaukee to Buffalo. Not Uh, easy. No. But uh, he's here. He just wasn't able to make practice today. And also within the last hour, we should point out uh, the Buffalo Bills putting out a video. Uh, with their other new acquisition, that would be uh, running back Leonard Fournette. We were wondering if Leonard Fournette and Shaq Lawson were going to hug it out. Could we get that? We've got we've got Leonard Fournette and Shaq Lawson in a, in a video that was shared by the team. No beef. We're good. Yeah, everything's fine. Leonard Fournette.
2: He comes in. He looks like his the pants he's wearing today. They look like biker shorts. They're not. But the thighs on Leonard Fournette. When it's there's snow on the ground in Buffalo today. So now, as he's saying, this doesn't bother me. The cold. He wants everybody to know. Look, you know, instead you know, of guns, what do I, you I
0: don't it? like to talk about myself in this space. If that's okay, just once, maybe if I if I may. Leonard Fournette and I have something in common because this morning my dad run, I did the same thing. I went out in shorts. I didn't let the cold bother me. I thought you were going to say, no, you do, You you have chicken legs compared to I
2: Leonard know Fournette, I have yeah.
0: chicken legs, but I didn't let the cold bother me. I didn't put pants on. I wore shorts like Leonard Fournette, so we have at least that in common. I don't have tree trunks mm-hmm. for legs, obviously, Gino, but me and Leonard Fournette, we've got that toughness, that mm, grit. Yeah. We're not going to let the snow and the cold bother us. Sean McDermott on his new running back.
4: You know, here's a guy that um, (laughs) he has accomplished quite a bit in his career and i think it's admirable that he still feels like he has goals that perhaps he wants to work towards right and achieve and i think that's uh um, just being around him a little bit this morning very little bit uh very little just i think that's admirable and and we'll see how he fits in and and uh, how he looks as we get on the field today
0: I, hard to diagnose whether or not we have any McDermott McLies. I don't think we're going to get a lot Ooh, this week. Okay, give me a bite here, and I'll tell you if we can get one. Um, I will give you Sean McDermott on Joe Burrow. We've got 20 seconds on Joe Burrow. <sighs> okay, it's a rarity.
4: No lies. I no lies told? told.
2: I, I, te- I detect no lies. No lies told?
4: Let's see. It was impressive. Yeah, impressive against a very good defense. Um, you know, they moved the ball at will, pretty much run or pass. Uh, it was very impressive. Have you seen Burrow? have any struggle with that calf through no. you know, training camp early in the season? Uh, you know, again, it's, it's hard to tell on film, but he uh, certainly didn't look like it was bothering him at all Sunday.
2: Oh, no. Get the... Damn shame on me. <laughs> Did you say no? I look great in the early season.
0: Now, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, there was one lie told at least. I don't know. I have to kind of go back and look at film. I don't really know. Was he hurt? Oh, I heard he was maybe hurt. I don't know. Did, was that something? Our Wednesday tradition continues, even even against a team that that is favored to beat the Bills. I want to I
2: want to know how long can we continue to do this before we get the, you know, you guys, you know, you 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 got a you know, coach doesn't like it when, you know, it, it, that's common, right? You At think so?
0: Ball- I don't know. I like to believe that we're just far enough <laughs> off the radar, just far enough away from the blast zone from ground zero <laughs> that we can probably get away with saying he's just being polite, he's being political, and he's saying the things that need to be said, even though they are just out and out lies. I don't know. I think he was, was he injured? I don't know. I thought, I thought couldn't really tell. I yeah, have to go back and look I, at the tape. I
2: guess he doesn't want to get caught on tape saying, yeah, he wasn't really
0: good at the beginning of the season. Soundbite Mention that yeah. Rams game, man. If you watched that game and I know a lot of us did, he didn't look right. He did not no. look right in that game. No, it's funny how I totally forgot about the Titan game too. Yeah. <laughs> that was like wow you got smoked by them smoked by Tennessee in Tennessee but the the uh yeah the, the atmosphere should be should be a, an interesting atmosphere i don't want to call it electric i don't know what i i'm just so curious about how the bills respond um if if the bills with all the injuries and everything that's going on right now can can somehow find a way um to shelve the emotion of January and just focus on the present, yeah, I give him a chance. I give him a chance. But then you have to factor in eh, Josh Allen's throwing shoulders mm-hmm. pretty banged up as well. How effective is he going to be? How much is it going to bother him during the course of the night?
2: If uh, DeMar Hamlin isn't inactive, like how many times would they cut away at him up in the press box or wherever he's going to be watching the game?
0: Yeah, I'm sure yeah. over under probably set that at least three. Oh, I'm hammering the old. I I would say five on that. Uh, Another Bills player talking about uh, the emotion of going back to Cincinnati from earlier today on One Bills Live. This is wide receiver Khalil Shakir.
4: Yeah, I definitely think, you know, it's something that we're all going to feel some sort of way when we get there. And I think it's, you know, get there um definitely you know acknowledge it you know um it's it's okay to you know feel it in a way um but you know like we're like you said you know we do have a game to play making sure that we get our mind back um to focusing all on the game and making sure that you know we go out there and do our thing
0: now the guy that you need to see big things from if you want the bills to win on sunday khalil shakir coming off his best day as well yeah i I, absolutely and those wide receivers
2: now i'm thinking about it. if you're the Bengals, how do you handle this And and this is like part of the preparation is visualizing things. How does this look on Sunday night? If I'm Sean McDermott, I want to know what's going to happen pregame because it's not going to be the, okay, here's the coin toss, uh, national anthem, let's go. No, there's going to be something else. And if I'm the Bengals, this is what I would do I get everybody fired up. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, January 2nd, we want to acknowledge this. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DeMar Hamlin. And please welcome. From the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, the doctors that saved his life—you <laughs> know—something mm-hmm. along those lines. That and you want to have the first responders. You want to honor everybody on this platform. It was kind of left to the ESPYS. That shouldn't be. This is the NFL. This was our people, our events. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Don't right? make
0: that moment happen pregame. I I think that when it comes to the actual players, when it comes to the Bengals. They're going to approach this game with zero fear. I mean, they already took care of the Bills in the postseason, dispatched them, and didn't even think twice about it. They looked dominant early in that January second game. I don't think I, I think Luana Rumo is wildly underrated as a defensive coordinator in this league, and I think his guys are going to be a problem for for the Bills offense. Well, okay. Then
2: Sean McDermott, how good are you? How do you answer? And here's how I would do it. And maybe you saw a little bit of this in the Buccaneer game. You go with a three safety look like what was that going to look like when they brought in Taylor Rapp? You're not bringing him in to be a backup. And what they did against the Buccaneers, that was great. They had like a as a rover, so to speak, Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer. Imagine how fun that would be if you go with three safeties and you force Joe Burrow to play everything underneath. I don't want Higgins beating you over the top. You certainly don't want Jamar Chase keep everything in front of you. Honestly, it's going to be one of those, and this is kind of the problem with football, some would say danger, is that the explosive plays, everybody's so scared of them. You don't, you don't have them you anymore. You want to
0: anymore. Yeah, you're almost admitting that you can't get the pass rush to Joe Burrow by playing that way, right? He's going to get the ball out so fast, it's pointless. Our our pass rush won't be able to get to him, so let's just give him something underneath and do our job and tackle and be fundamentally sound And that Area which they weren't in a lot of uh, elements right. of that game against New England specifically. If they if they clean that up, then maybe that is the game plan uh, defensively against this Bengals offense. It's going to be a fun game, and of course you'll be able to hear the action here on the Fan Rochester. Our pregame coverage Sunday afternoon starts at four o'clock. Now uh, around the NFL,
5: <laughs>
0: always entertaining and always a story. And sometimes while you're sleeping, the news breaks. Mark Davis, the owner of the Vegas Raiders, releasing a statement at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 a.m. Eastern time. You all woke up to the alert on your phone that he has gutted the organization. Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler have both been let go. His offensive coordinator, out the door as well. Yeah, and uh, and quickly, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, take a seat. So it's Aiden
2: O'Connell. I view that as, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the future, so if we have anything whatsoever in this other kid, let's let it go. The Raiders are punting on the season, and that's fine. I just think it's comical That you do this as a news dump that you don't want anybody to know that you're embarrassed so much that that you're going to like what set it off? Was it the Lions game? Was it the realization that you've mismanaged the quarterback position? Was it all the above? What's the plan now? That would be my question to Mark Davis. Like, what is the plan? Who do you have your eyes set on? And it's not Mark Davis is not a guy that has all these contacts in this league. He's going to have to write somebody a check, and the guy I think he would like to is the guy up in Michigan right now is going to be looking for a job here. Maybe not right away, but if Jim Harbaugh is smart, he, he would take the the route that Pete Carroll did. Pete Carroll left USC in shambles. People don't remember that now. They just remember, oh, that was a lot of fun with art and uh, you know, reviving that program. No, no, no. It was There was a lot of shenanigans, and Pete Carroll got out when the getting was good. The idea that this cheating scandal is, is the scope of where you would have one of your staffers dress up in an opponent's hat on the opposing sideline. I mean, how brazen is that? I mean, Ohio State fans, Penn State fans, uh, you have to just be pointing and laughing at this in Michigan. So how does this end? It ends with Michigan in the postseason. It ends with Michigan. I don't know if they win it all or they're just going to go out, but they're going to be in the playoff, you would figure, and then exiting stage right, okay, sorry, everybody, I'm leaving behind. I know we're going to go on probation or I don't know, worse than that, but it's your problem now. I'm going to the Raiders. How do you see this playing out?
0: Hmm. Or to the Bears or wherever that but is. But there's an arrogance about the Harbaugh's that it would almost be like, what? I didn't do anything wrong. You're not going to get rid of me. I'm not going anywhere. This is where I'm going to stay, and I'm going to prove to you that I did this the right way, and everything you're saying about me is false, even though it's been proven um, that it's—
2: Well, if for, the NCAA hasn't been completely neutered yet. They're not going to do anything for this season. And but, everything but next season, why, so Why slow. would you hang around if you're not going to have any postseason? If it's, if all this is true, and it certainly looks like there is some shenanigans going on, then why would you stay around when you can't go to a bowl game the following
0: year? I just, I I don't know. There's an arrogance about the Harbaugh's that they believe they can do and say and go whenever they want, wherever they want. I think Harbaugh is all about Harbaugh. That's so we, right. Okay, so
2: with that being said, he has always entertained the NFL Whether that was the Vikings or whoever. But why uh, didn't he get it? He was using it for leverage. He didn't want it. He could have had it. He didn't prepare for the Vikings. He never wanted it. He just used it for more money. Now that he's not going to get more money for Michigan, you know, this time is up in Michigan. They're going to be like, you know, maybe it's best you go to the NFL. Hmm. I don't know. But the point about the Raiders, though, Like who gets that job? Maggie Gray was pushing for Dion, but I'm
0: like, no, he's not going. No,
2: no, no, no. He's
0: not. I mean, look, that would be fantastic. Oh my god, could you imagine? I would (laughs) love it. I would love it. Well, if you're Mark Davis, you have to make the call. If you're Mark Davis, you're probably starting your courtship now if you haven't already. But I don't think Dion's leaving. I don't think he's going to coach in the pros. I believe him when he says, my style would not work in the NFL. We've seen that before, where you're dealing with men, millionaires, adults, and you're trying to coach them the way you coach a college kid. It doesn't work the same way. We've we've seen this again. When Mike Singletary was a coach of the Niners, it didn't work. Why? Because he was trying to apply tactics from just 10, 15 years earlier that a new generation of player wasn't going to buy in on.
2: No. I mean, like, can you imagine Dabo Sweeney showing up in the NFL? No, it wouldn't no. work. You can't. You, with these coaches who lord over programs, and that's Dion. If anything, Dion's going to go to the SEC or wherever. Like Colorado is only a stepping stone.
0: The uh, move now will be um, former Giants linebacker. You remember Antonio Pierce? He'll be the interim head coach. He's been the linebackers coach for the uh, Raiders since 2022, and their interim GM will be Champ Kelly in his second season here as the assistant general manager of the Raiders. The way this all went down, I have to wonder if there's more something more salacious than just the performance on the football field. Like just how much of a douche is Josh McDaniels? We've heard stories, but how impossible is he to deal with? How, how arrogant is this guy? How, how tone deaf, how, you know, a guy that won't learn from his mistakes. Let's face it, there is nothing on his resume as a head coach that you can point to and say, oh, yeah, he's a success. Well,
2: I look at the reason why you traded Darren Waller. Why would you trade Darren Waller? Okay, like his stats were down. I get that. There was injuries, whatever. Was that really true? This happened that McDaniels got all butt hurt because he didn't get an invitation to his wedding, to, to, to Waller's wedding? <laughs> I mean, that legitimately is the story out of Vegas, that that's where the fracture happened. Are you
0: kidding me? There's so many little stories that bubble underneath the surface that never really get fully hashed out or reported on, like the the alleged story of what led to Jared Goff being traded out of L.A. I mean, you hear these stories, they become like little folklore, folktales of, of, you know, you can't believe that that would actually happen in the NFL, but it probably happens in well, the NFL.
2: I'll tell you what. This is a reason to come out the three heads uh, coming up there on uh, November 15th. That's when danger is at the 15th. It's the Friday before the Jets game. It's the 17th. I beg your pardon. November 17th because hey, we're off the air. <laughs> yeah, we got these stories that we can't say on the air, but little things that we hear
0: about uh, maybe your favorite NFL team. Love sharing those stories, and uh, we'll love the opportunity to hang out with you again here coming up uh, Jets Week at uh, Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue, our little home away from home for Friday Football Talk Live. Now, the Raiders are a dysfunctional mess. The Bears are challenging them. They've now moved on from not one but two assistant coaches this season. Earlier this year was defensive coordinator Alan Williams who – Resigned. I'm using the big, huge, exaggerated air quotes. And there was a lot of smoke around that resignation as to why that resignation happened. And now, today, you have word that running backs coach David Walker, Section 5,
2: uh, Hall uh, of Famer, David uh, Walker, I don't know has been fired wanna, from
0: the team. Yeah, I don't know if we want to. I don't want to
2: cancel him, but you don't.
0: You don't want to. We, we're Rochester, man. We're very provincial. We don't want to take I, ownership I, of him, right? You didn't even know he went to a run to court. I'm Like well, I told Danger, like, hey, they fired him like that. When David
2: walking When in the nineties, he was a big running That's back. Because I Syracuse. wasn't here, but you, this is your team. This is like you. You would think I never pointed it out that this. Yeah, he was a coach with the Lions and the Colts. That's and, right, but people. People in the Ronda community, I'll just leave it at that. Um, I'm not sure David Walker gets another chance in the NFL.
0: Well, when you find out that he was let go and the HR department was involved, then you have to wonder, OK, this really wasn't about anything having to do with his job as a coach on the football field. And maybe David Walker was doing some stuff uh, within the organization that David Walker maybe shouldn't have been doing. We've all mm-hmm. taken the training, so we all kind of know right from wrong, I would hope. But maybe maybe Walker needs a, a good three hour session in front of a laptop taking his sexual harassment uh, training the way the rest of us do. Uh,
2: JD writing in the fan Rochester is our handle on X formerly known as Twitter. My favorite part of the Michigan sign stealing scandal is Michigan fans taking to the X to blame Ohio State. Endless entertainment. That's going to be a whole nother level. I mean, can you imagine? We're only three weeks away. It'll be from, great from that showdown uh, the Saturday of Thanksgiving week.
0: Yeah, we've got a de facto playoff game happening between LSU and Alabama this week. That game is going to be the the Michigan-Ohio State game, as it is every year. It's going to be special.
2: Okay, so Alabama wins this game, and Florida State continues to play in the SEC that, okay, kind of watered down. Like, that's when the committee is going to get cute here, right? If Alabama continues to step, would you take a one loss Alabama- over undefeated Florida State. I think you're still taking the undefeated Seminoles on that one. Okay, Washington,
0: who beat Oregon, but they didn't really have any non-conference that- Washington is is an interesting one to watch here. It wouldn't surprise me if Washington steps on a rake between now and the end of the regular season. They've been too cute. They've they've been they, the the they were they're farting around with yeah. teams they shouldn't be messing around with. They're 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 good. Don't get me wrong. Their record is what it is, and they beat a very good Oregon team. But, yeah, I think if you were to play that game three out of five times, Oregon probably you know wins that game three out of five times. Okay, so let's play this out. Georgia wins the – well,
2: would you – see, like you would need a one-loss Georgia and a one-loss Alabama. They would both get in. If Michigan lost to Ohio State,
0: Michigan's out, right? Mm haven't really played anybody, right? That's the, the knock on, on Michigan who, who they played
2: mm. bowling green.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, tough. So. Yeah. It'll be a, a fun thing to, to keep tabs on here through the course of the rest of the regular college football season. And if you missed PJ glass who gave us his picks uh, from Saturday's slate and also some week nine NFL picks uh, you can go back and listen anywhere you get your shows. Uh, just search out the sports bar in the odyssey app, Apple podcasts, Spotify, and more. And uh, you can also use Rewind inside the free-to-download Odyssey app and go back and listen to any part of the show you may have missed for the next 72 hours. A round of shots next in the sports bar. Oh, I didn't even realize this. Michigan still has to go to Penn State coming up. <laughs> yeah, Penn
2: State can take care of this. Yeah,
0: come on. Down. Oh. Settled, <laughs> settle down. Oh. Settle down. I got a little I carried think, away there. I think a lot of Penn State fans are saying, Gene, Did did you see what happened? Settle down.
2: No, they get excited. This is the Penn State. They're like Bills fans. You know, they just, the wave, like right now. But by the time game day, boy, we're beating Ohio State. Are you? (laughs) Are you really? Tell me more. Um, Is it a good idea to have a bullpen game in the World Series? Uh, Well, not for Arizona last night. Uh, Baseball could end tonight. Interesting line combination coming up for the Sabres tonight. We'll set you up for that game as well. We could Syracuse basketball tonight, too. Uh, NBA. Hmm. We haven't even touched on the NBA. Busy night here with 13 games coming up. And something I've been kind of oblivious to, but what do you do when your son is dating somebody that you clearly don't like?
0: Is this happening to you? No. Oh, no, no, no! This is a sports story. I oh. mean, do you do you take it to the ring? You might. Okay. Did we talk about the MMA? No, uh, no,
2: no. That's a different story. This is a, this is is a These are names you actually know oh. in the
0: world of sports. All right. Well, we're going to get to that and more next with a round of shots. We've got Last Call coming up, and you can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line at 585-866-4FAN, fan 866 More next on The Fan Rochester. The Fan.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
3: And Rochester Sports
2: Update. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen did not practice today as he deals with a sore shoulder. Certainly he wants to do more. Didn't do too much today, just taking it easy uh, and just making sure that, you know, I'm putting myself in best position for Sunday and, and making sure that I'm I'm not sore. So um, didn't throw a lot today and um, hopefully back tomorrow we'll be on the field and like nothing happened. New corner Rasul Douglas was in attendance today, but he didn't get there in time to suit up. Rochester Americans are home tonight. Syracuse is the opponent. Don Stevens will be by at 7 o'clock with a call. The Amherst entering tonight have won three in a row. The Buffalo Sabres, the home and home with Philadelphia. Tonight, in Philadelphia, the game can be heard on 96.5 WCMF. The baseball season could end tonight. It's Game 5 of the World Series. Texas is up three games to one. Gene Taglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
3: odyssey is your home for all the audio that matters to you download the odyssey app today to listen to the sports leader the fan rochester
1: you know these teams don't like each other uh there's a there's a good healthy hatred between each other um that that happens when you know like with utica like both teams play hard i think all three of us we have our own styles but but i think all three of us are teams that are committed to being hard to play against physically engaged
2: um Hard-nosed players. They play each other 12 times, played them 17 times last year, played Utica 17 times the year before. I mean that that builds some healthy hatred, which usually makes the games very good.
0: You'll be able to hear that hatred tonight. The Amherst hosting the Syracuse Crunch coming up at 7 o'clock here from Blue Cross Arena. And, of course, yes, the Sabres will be on uh, CMF tonight as well. Let's get to a round of shots. Yeah, maybe having a bullpen game for Arizona
2: wasn't such a bright idea. Uh, Texas scored 10 runs before the end of the third inning. All of them, this is the part I can't believe, coming with two outs. Corey Sager hitting his third home run of the World Series. The final ended up being eleven seven, cosmetic runs at the end for Arizona. The Rangers now one win away from their first championship. Nathan Iovaldi taking the mound for Texas tonight. Zach Gallen from the Diamondbacks, 8 03 first pitch on Fox. We're
0: at opposite ends. Here yeah, around, we're, we're we're split on this yeah. one. I think Texas closes it out tonight with Iovaldi on the mound. You you think that the Diamondbacks hold on? Um But either way, if it does end tonight. Please, can we shower Rob Manfred with booze? If you're a Diamondbacks fan in attendance, can you you do the right thing? We know Texas fan would do it because they've done it before. Baseball did a good job of keeping this quiet. But can you imagine a team
2: having to take out a loan just to meet payroll? This happened. This is just coming across the wire. Evan Drellich covers the Padres for The Athletic said the Padres took out a loan for $50 million in September to address short-term cash flow issues Jeez. and meet their obligations, including player payroll. Oh, now we man. understand, oh, wait a second. Our manager makes $4 million a year. Yeah, the Giants, yeah, you can you can have them. They are going to have to have a fire sale danger. Part of the reason was, and it didn't impact us all this, but those RSNs, those regional sports networks, okay, the Padres won in San Diego where that wasn't blew up, no money coming in, all this ba- So you can cross the Padres as being a team
0: that would be going after Shohei Otani mm. after reading this story. Yeah, they can't afford them. They can't <laughs> afford to pay the players that they already have. You're going to bring in him for over half a billion? Forget it. <laughs> like, have you ever heard that a team like Major League Sports. That's crazy, yeah,
2: isn't it? Uh, Tonight, the front end of the home and home for the Sabres in Philadelphia. Brandon Byro making his NHL debut, called up from the Amherst. He's taking this spot for rookie Zach Benson. Benson is week to week. He uh, has the lower body injury. The Sabres can get back to 500 with two points tonight. That is on 96.5 WCMF TV side on TNT. Okay. Uh, college basketball here tonight. Do you know where the College of St. Rose is located?
0: Never heard of it in my life. No, um, me neither. It's a Division two school in Albany. Oh, shame on us.
2: And uh, they get the big stage tonight in Syracuse.
0: That'd be funny. If that A I big stage in Syracuse. Watch your tongue. There's no big <laughs> stage in Syracuse. <laughs> it's the second of two preseason games for the Orange men's basketball
2: team. If you want to get an early glimpse of Adrian Autry's team, game at seven o'clock tonight on ACC Network Plus. The regular season opener for SU that is Monday night at home against.
0: New Hampshire. All right, so I'm wondering if ACC Network Plus is part of ESPN Plus, and if it is part of ESPN Plus, will we we'll be able to watch it? If you're an ESPN Plus subscriber, damn it, this is everything has a plus on it, and I don't know what's what and where I can see. Where, just tell me, can I see it or can I not see it? I think uh, your choices tonight would be World
2: Series, Sabers, and then uh, the Sports Bar will tell you what. No, happened I want to see Adrian Autry's uh, team.
0: Against no, it, what it is? St. Rose. It's, I had to check. It's
2: one of those things like, wait a second, they're tied in the second half? <gasps> Louisville lost to a Division two team, right? There was St. John's lost to a Division two team. So, I don't know, it can happen.
0: Feels like a loss, Gene. <laughs> Feels like a loss for the Orange tonight.
2: Meanwhile, Syracuse head coach, uh, excuse me, Syracuse AD, John Wildhack, asked this question, should the Orange make a bowl game? Would that be enough to keep the job for Dino Babers? love hack pivoted off the question. That's on the good answer. politicians yeah, do. Um the orange football team plays Friday night at home against Boston College. I think that tells you everything you need to know. Uh San Antonio rookie Victor Wembanyama dressed it up as uh Slenderman for Halloween. Remember that movie from a few years ago? The Spurs coming back from 20 down to stun Phoenix at the buzzer Wembanyama had 18 eight rebounds, four blocks in the win. Tonight, 13 games in the NBA. Knicks at home against Cleveland. Sacramento is at Golden State. The doubleheader on ESPN has the Pelicans and Thunder at 730, followed by the Clippers and Lakers at 10. Very good. And finally, um, although the couple has yet to officially announce their engagement, Marcus Jordan would like it to be known. He wants his father, Michael Jordan, to be his best man when he weds his girlfriend, Lara Pippen.
0: No, wait, hold on a second. Larsa Pippen. Is... Is this where going where I think it's going? Well, you just said a very familiar last name there.
2: Yeah. Larsa Pippin. Marcus going to Pablo Torres podcast to share the news. Now this is one thing that I've been oblivious to about Larsa Pippen. I thought she was the daughter of Scotty.
0: Oh, that's what I thought too. Cause that's a very familiar name. And you're mentioning Michael Jordan and a Pippin in the same. I'm, I'm having a, a Kenny Albert moment. Meaning
2: like Danger actually thought that Marv Albert was the father of Kenny. Yeah, that,
0: that's his son. Kenny's his son, <laughs> yeah. right? Kenny is his son, right? Kenny's his son, but I thought they were brothers. brothers right, yeah. right. Well, I thought that, you know, the that
2: Larsa Pippen was the daughter of Scotty. She's not. She's the ex-wife. She's 49.
0: Oh, Christ. He's 32. What are we doing?
2: <laughs> she was married to Scottie Pippen from 1997 to 2021. No No wonder Michael's like, I don't approve. She's also on the real housewives of Miami. Giant
0: red flags. Run. Uh, No, run. Get out of there. (laughs) Throwing flags all over the place on this one. and, And look to
2: Marcus. You are a fame whore. If you want your dad to be the best man, you don't go on some anonymous podcast and say, well, I'd like my father to be the best man. No, you ask
0: him. Well, of course you'd like him to be your best man. He's Michael Jordan. I want Michael Jordan to be my best man. Who wouldn't want Michael Jordan as your best man? Of course you want him as your best man. You don't have to go on a podcast for that. Do right. Imagine you're married to Scottie Pippen and you want to get back at him.
2: and you're go- You can't <laughs> marry Michael Jordan, but you can marry his son.
0: Oh this, oh, this is bad. All you had to say was real housewives of Miami. And I'm like, nope, get out of there. Run, kid. Get out. Get out quick. Well, that's a mess. <laughs> we Jordan stepping away from his ownership of uh, the Hornets just so he could deal with these headaches. Like, <laughs> like uh, I liked I am I liked working better. Let me go work for this organization again. But, uh, but it seriously, look. Like, we we know like
2: what, and there was somebody in your family that was dating somebody they didn't like. And you know, your wife and your sister-in-law came to me. and like, I don't know what to do with this when they're dating. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. Like, like what do you do as a family when you're
0: dating you, somebody? You keep your mouth shut. You have to keep your mouth you shut. You keep your mouth shut. And you just kind of grit your teeth and you, you try, you try your best, but you, you generally, you just kind of go with it. You keep your mouth shut, stay out of their business. They're adults, but that's, that's a tough, that's a tough <laughs> spot. <laughs> Uh, that's a tough spot. I wouldn't blame uh, MJ for ducking out of that one. You know, yeah. Like how do you get together to the
2: holidays could, or whatever? It could, like, yeah. could be a game
0: time decision on that one. Uh, last call. Next. We uh, say and utter the most dangerous words in all of sports talk. We go to the phones. Eight, six, six, four, three, two, eight six six four F A N. fan if you want to join us before we close up shop here on the sports bar danger and Bataglia on the fan, Rochester, Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook official partner of 95.7 The Fan get ready to start the NFL week off right because right now all customers can get a no sweat same game parlay for Thursday night football just place a three leg same game parlay on this week's game between the Titans and Steelers and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win NFL same game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday build your own or choose from one of the popular same game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top rated sportsbook Cap. Visit Fanduel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E. Put a little wind in my sails and don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21-plus and physically present in New York. Refund issued is non withdrawal bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope ny or text HOPE-NY So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on
3: slash recommend today. Pull up a stool and join us. 585 866 4FAN, 866 4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. On The Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester.
0: Lots of hockey tonight. Floating here in the Flower City, Blue Cross Arena is the uh, Amricks host, The Crunch. We'll have that for you on the Fan Rochester starting at 7 o'clock. Sabres in Philly tonight. That game on CMF. We're back tomorrow starting at 3 o'clock. To recap all of it and to get one day closer to the Bills and Bengals on Sunday night football, the most dangerous words in all of sports talk radio as it's closing time here in the sports bar. We go to the phones and welcome in that Spartan. John from Rochester. How are you, bud?
5: Hey, I'm, do- I'm doing great. You know, I got to tell you, you were talking about Jim Harbaugh earlier. It, 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 that guy, I'm telling you right now, he was kind of a Bills killer. When he was playing for the Colts, this guy was so competitive, and he was a heck of a quarterback. I don't I don't know if many people remember that, but uh, he was a Bills killer with the Colts. He used to uh, kill some of our playoff chances at like 95, 96. But, but I got to tell you also Dino Babers, you you got to feel sorry for this guy. I think he's a great coach, but can you imagine trying to recruit players to Syracuse, New York? That city is a dump. The campus is nice, but the city's a dump and they got to put up with the climate. So, uh Dino, I hope you can hang in there because you deserve to. What do you think?
2: Wow, uh John, Syracuse this light is, is a, a dump. dump. That's the take of the year. There we go. And with that.
0: Well, I don't think that they're, to be fair, when they're bringing recruits in, I don't think they're taking them around Syracuse. Like, here's destiny. Check it out. No, like, the campus is the campus. It's the beautiful. The campus,
2: then they bring them down. What is it, Armory Square down there? Yeah. yeah. have a little lunch. And you're not bringing them in in the winter. You bring them in the fall That's and right. look at the dome and we're no. playing I, this. I
0: don't feel any sympathy for Dino Babers. I mean, like, he, Dino Babers, you know, kind of spitting the language of losers a couple of weeks ago and the talking, poor,
2: the poor, the right? Like, no, man,
0: you same rules apply for everybody. And um, I don't know what, what you guys need to do to, to get that going. But if all things are equal and it's just about buying your, your roster, then go buy your roster, go figure it out.
2: I don't know. Dino, Dino would come into the show all the time and be positive and all that energy. And yeah, and I think maybe it's just run its course here.
0: Maybe. Um, I hope not. I like Dino Babers. I really do. Well, you got to show something. Like another five-win season, not going to cut it. Right. Appreciate the call, John. Syracuse is a dump. dump. Ah, It's the crunch tonight. Oh, for everybody Speaking listening yeah. of Syracuse, the crunch tonight uh, at Blue Cross Arena. Don Stevens has the play by play call uh, on the way here just over an hour from now coming up at seven o'clock. If you missed Anthony Casenza, PJ Glasser or any of the show, find the sports bar wherever you get your podcast, including the free to download Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts and more. Search out the sports bar and don't forget about the video stream every day on YouTube and Twitch at the fan Rochester like and subscribe there as well tomorrow we'll be joined by Andy Behrens from Yahoo Fantasy and Thad Brown News 8 Sports joins us at 425 to talk more Bills and Bengals here on the fan okay picture
1: this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road